What's up, guys? Welcome to Made of Miller, the podcast where four sisters get together and talk about all things family, relationships, and everything in between. We're your hosts, Sarah, Katie, Leah, and Leslie. And we're Made of Miller. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Once again, we have all four sisters here this week. We're so excited about it. Say hi, everyone. (laughs) Sarah, Sarah, you're, um, I think the only one that hasn't been on the podcast as of yet. So welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Jack, where you been? (laughs) Sorry. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah has decided to show up against all odds. <laughs> well, I was first, I was, um, I think I was in Kansas city first and then I went to Hawaii to be with Katie for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then after coming back from Hawaii, I had a little bit of a health flare up again uh. with my Crohn's. And so I've been just kind of in recovery mode from that, but, um, doing good. Just, just recovering, you know, just this past week, I feel like was really, I don't know, hard. Did anyone feel that way? Like this past week specifically? Well, it's only Tuesday. (laughs) 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 It's it's been a doozy. (laughs) Are we talking about this week or last week? <laughs> I guess you're talking about last, last week. week. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. I always get confused with last week or this past week. It's like which is which. I mean, aren't they both in the past? <laughs> <laughs> this is just okay. getting like so last Ooh. week. Was it how how was everybody's last? week I just had no energy to like do anything and it was like anything was like pulling teeth for me but I woke up and I felt revitalized and ready to go pierce my ears <laughs> right Sarah oh, yeah. you started off the ear piercing riot I did um my sister-in-law and her sister purchased a uh ear piercing gun back in October for my birthday so it was actually for a birthday present because they bought me some really nice like gold hoops and stuff for my birthday present. And mm-hmm. we didn't get around to piercing my ears until now. So it was a very belated birthday present that happened last night. But so we, um, yeah, pierced ears. <clears throat> yeah, I saw Sarah going all parent trap on her story. So then today I had to go to the mall to pick up an online order. And I was like, I'm going to pierce my ears. Like, why not? Sarah, Sarah looked cute when she did it. And I just like had the thought and <clears throat> I've done this before because I'm trying to get over my fear of needles where I just decide on a whim that I'm going to get something pierced and I just go. And it's kind of like, I'm like, will I pass out or not? I don't know. We'll I see. <laughs> you have. Um, uh, I just have two, like in my ears, I had other, I had other piercings when I took them out. The way you said, uh, oh my gosh, you did yeah, it. I don't, no, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. I also had a couple extra piercings on my face to be clear. Oh, that's right. Didn't you have to get that one surgically removed? My 
Monroe pierced yeah. and my nose pierced and my Monroe, I did a good job cleaning it. But one day the, my skin just like healed over it. So I had to go get it surgically oh. removed. Oh yeah. yeah. I so I would say that piercings is not, not big for me. Like I lose my earrings quite frequently, but mm -hmm. Seth and I in Maui almost got matching tattoos. Mm. But I was like, yeah. I don't want to get a dainty tattoo. I don't like baby tattoos. I like you either go big or go home. And obviously that wasn't going to happen. No. Well, what were you guys going to get? We couldn't decide. We were like, you know, we thought about maybe like four arrows for the boys. Three. Aww. There's only three. I mean, there's, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How many kids do I have? <laughs> three here five in heaven so it was just like and then we thought about crosses but I was like crosses eh, eh. yeah yeah anyway so you moved on <laughs> yeah there's always the classic I love mom tattoo <laughs> I'm just kidding does Seth have one of those no I'm just kidding no, I was just saying I was like if you guys ever decide to revisit it <laughs> you guys know Seth has a stick figure mowing his yes. chest hair yes. on his chest. Yeah. You know, did you know Benjamin has the Batman symbol on his back? <laughs> <laughs> How are we just now finding out about this? <laughs> ben, if you're listening, you will never live this down. <laughs> that is the best thing I have heard all day. <laughs> I, just I don't have know. So, so many questions for him. He also, he also has like this major tattoo on his arm. It's a phoenix, but it's like a tribal, like it's it's massive. And when he got it, he was going through like a weird time in his life. You know how that happens when you like get those tattoos and you're just kind of like, I don't know what's going on, but I just need to get a tattoo. Leslie. Anyways. He went and got this giant tattoo and then he like forgot that he got it. And so when he'd get out of the shower and look at the mirror, he'd be like, oh, like he'd get jumped by his tattoo on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but why did he get, why did he get a Batman tattoo? I mean, yeah, we're I don't know. He loves Batman. I mean, we've okay. seen every movie, so he genuinely does. But I'm like, Batman, okay. Like, he is, there's no significance. He just loves him. I really thought that you were going to say he had a Batman tattoo on his butt because you were like, <laughs> Batman, but and like, all I could think was he got a Batman tattoo on his butt, didn't he? That would hurt so bad because it's all bone back there. No. <laughs> oh, but, oh, right. I was going to say, I'm like, no, it's not, but. No, yeah, it. <laughs> it would be painful for him for sure. He's oh. got a back with a crack. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we love you, Benjamin. <laughs> you know, something exciting that we actually haven't talked about on air is Leslie and Ben are engaged. Yeah, Woo! we are engaged. Yeah. It's what happened last year cried let's see how her finger in front of the camera for so long which one of us was it that had to couldn't figure it out for a while was it leah or sarah leah me i didn't understand yeah. <laughs> like she's just happy to be here <laughs> i was like 
greetings, everyone. I literally it was like something on my face. Like oh, when, it, when it hit for her, you were like, oh, and you started crying. It was like the sweetest Aww. response from everyone. I love that. I, know, yeah. I, I don't I don't forget that I screamed a lot. Yeah, everyone was just so excited. It was the best, like the best thing to reveal that news. Yeah, I won't forget it because Katie was like messaging us in like a frantic, <laughs> like there was something was like SOS going emergency. On. Everybody answer their phones. I, a big... I was freaking out. Sarah was yeah. crying because she thought something happened to Madison or Lux. Okay, to be fair, we've all seen The Office. And I just took a page from Michael's playbook. He's like, I realized that nobody answers my calls anymore unless I say emergency, SOS. But Katie, Katie, this is like, this is your go-to. It is. (laughs) If I'm ever really in trouble, I'm screwed. Really? Yeah, Yeah. you are. Yeah, Yeah, but that was awesome because it was just like, you know, something that we've all been waiting for to happen. And, you know, eventually I was like, guys, just stop asking me because I was like starting to get really annoyed because it's like, it's me too. Like, obviously I'm sitting here waiting as well. So when he did, it was just so special for the entire family. And like, you know, that was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really sweet too. And you got it captured on video and your girls were there. Yeah. Really precious. Yeah. Batman. 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 No, 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 is, no. Is Ben Batman? <laughs> Honestly, sometimes he doesn't come home right away. So I don't know what he's doing in between work and coming home. He could be saving lives. He could be <laughs> What was Batman's MO? He was afraid of bats or he loved bats? I don't. I think he was so afraid of bats, he became one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yes, I like that. That works. I don't know. Okay, this is an interesting thought because here we have Leslie conquering her fear of needles by getting. <laughs> so, thing, yeah. Like Leslie, you just keep getting an excessive amount of piercings and shots and stuff. <laughs> and we're like, shoot me up whatever vitamins you got. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think so. My fear is flying. Um, I have a very specific uh, genre of fear in the realm of flying. And so I recently went on a trip with Seth to Maui, as I said, and we took, we had to take a charter flight. And like I said, I have a very specific fear that everyone knows, but I'm not going to articulate on the podcast. So a sketchy flight does not bother me. Like that plane was as it was an antique. It was rickety. It was (laughs) dropping. And I was like, that's fine. Like that's does not concern me at all. I just want to get from point A to point B, even if point B is the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I just don't care. I have a very I would rather that than like something else. So, okay. Well, she's I not mean, afraid of anything. But I gotta say though, I know, okay, I don't really know. Okay, you guys know about like the flight that was like kidnapped, it like disappeared. Yes. Right? Does everyone yeah. I don't I don't even remember? It was so long ago and I barely read the article because that was like Is that what your fear originates like, from? Is that you're afraid you're gonna vanish in the void? And that's why you're no, like, no, no, like I'm like okay with crashing like, in the ocean. A literal like plane like of a takeover. Yeah. So like yeah, you know what? 
Okay, speaking of this, and going back to Batman. Okay. And takeovers. Okay, so there's a tie here, correlation. And I know this is terrible, but um, it was it was that movie theater sheet shooting um, in Colorado long time ago, and it was during a Batman movie. Mm. Now I am terrified to see Batman in the movie theaters. Really? Because of that Aurora, Aurora, Aurora. I remember Colorado that now. Thing. Yeah. Um, that's one of my fears. I, I can still go to the movie theaters, but believe me, I'm looking for all the exits. I'm thinking through everything, but that's just one of my random fears. We just went to the movies and we saw Batman and that did that thought didn't cross my mind but you want to know what I was sitting there and the movie theater was so full that you know how sometimes you can go and nobody sits anywhere near you our entire aisle was full so it was like us right there and then we each had like a stranger on each side of us and like the guy next to me you know COVID has like really messed me up because the guy next to me was like breathing so heavy I could hear his breath the whole movie and I was like oh it's just circulating in my in my in my area and I was like get me out of here he can't be breathing his breath anymore. It's so loud. So <laughs> I wasn't thinking about shooting. I was thinking about sharing breath with someone that I didn't want to. <laughs> well, you know what my fear is, is my fear is public speaking. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> public speaking and singing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. <laughs> like, no, the two things that I do, like I pretty much do with my life. I'm yeah, like, right. I'm terrified to do them. Like, I love that you do it though. Like that's what you're doing because you're afraid of it. That's like the whole point, right? Like me getting my ears pierced. I was afraid of it, but I'm like, we're going to do it because the only way to get over it is to get through it. It's true. You're, you're not wrong about that. Fears that you can really just go your whole life avoiding. Like you technically don't have to go to the movies, but it's a pleasure in life. That's nice to have access to. So it is important sometimes to conquer your fears so that you can access better things on the other side it feels like fear just blocks mm. so many good things it really does for like that episode. Uh, singing for you is like a job if you mm-hmm. will yeah. yeah I would say so I mean I mean I don't view it like that because it's a worship leading like I'm a worship leader and I don't view that like a career but at the same time Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that's not necessary. I mean, you could choose not to do it, but it's really not yeah. an optional. Like it's part of your, it'd be like me being afraid to be a mother. Like, yeah. and that, that would be terrible. Yes. <laughs> would be terrible. Every day you wake up and your kids are right there. And you're like, <laughs> although, although, although Katie, I would understand if you were ever afraid. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I will say that a lot of the fears that I have are irrational fears and that it took over my life for like six years. As you guys know, it became like everything was seen through a lens of fear and it was one of the most difficult things I went through. But I found that genuine fear, like legitimate fear in scary situations, if you will, I tend to tap into a very logical side of my brain. So mm-hmm. that to me is a very interesting thing that a lot of the fears that I have are actually quite irrational and then the things that I should be afraid of like one time I drove into oncoming traffic on accident when I had just got my license oh, and no. I went right in front of a semi-truck <gasps> 
And I was completely chill. I was as cool as a cucumber. I just switched over and I was like, well, that was awkward. And I told my <laughs> boss, he like made me write out a diagram to figure out what in the world happened. And I was like, oh no, I was going the right way. They were going the wrong way. And he like looked at the diagram and he goes, you're wrong. <laughs> you were going the wrong way. <laughs> so Katie, actually what you're saying about how you tap into that rational part of your brain, you actually said something that really helped you at time. You were talking about voicing your fears out loud and how sometimes just saying them out loud, like no matter how irrational they are, it actually, it works. I, I don't know if you want to like speak to oh, that. Oh yeah, I totally can attest to that. It's something that I learned from Dr. Caroline Leaf, where she says a lot of times like people will try to avoid their fears by not thinking about it or um it's like they just try to block it out of their brain and it actually become it's like turning the volume up on the fear so rather than trying to avoid it just voicing it out loud speaking it out or writing it down for me has made such a big difference in even just dialing down the fear i don't know why i don't know what the you know the neuroscience behind that is that that makes a big difference for me yeah for me my fight or flight is like very physical. Like when, for instance, when I was talking about my ear piercing today, a part of me really was starting to feel like I wanted to shut down. So when I fight or like when I flight, it's not like I'm like, no, I'm just not going to choose that battle. My body literally shuts down and I pass out. That's my, that's my flight. But today I chose the fight. And I had to really make it conscious and breathe through it and just like really take control of your, cause your mind is so powerful and it can really control your life and in good and bad ways, depending on how much you can access that subconscious of your brain and just say like, no, no, no. Like this isn't what I, what this is, how it's presenting itself isn't real. And I can control the reaction here. I have control over how I handle this. Um, But you have to be really conscious of that. So, yeah. One thing that I think about, like just along the lines of fear, and I'm curious if you guys, uh, how you guys feel about this, but I noticed that when you do like the thing that you're afraid of and you succeed, I find that it kind of is like going to the gym. It's like working that muscle and where you start to have positive experiences to pull from, or even if it's not necessarily a positive experience, I would say that if what you were afraid of didn't happen. In my opinion, that's a positive experience. And that's yeah. something that I like to pull from when I'm in that rut is I say, remember the last time, like you thought that X, Y, and Z was going to happen. And this is what actually happened and just kind mm-hmm. of pulling from those experiences. But unless you go through that, you really don't get to have those experiences and you're just trapped, you know, you're trapped in that what if space. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it to go on the other side? Well, the quote that you said, cause it's like basically talking about like risk taking, because when you're, when your mind is saying, no, it's up to you to decide not your mind, you get to like, really say like, yeah, am I going to do this or not? But it's like the quote that I saw today that stuck out to me was when we risk nothing, we risk everything. And everything we intended to do and everything we came here to be. So when you risk nothing, you're risking everything that you have. Once you like think about what it is that you want to do or the thing that's holding you back and you will take away like, well, like you just said, all the repercussions, like maybe that won't happen and then just go and see and it won't. 
it's, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden you're, you're building up your, your muscle, your mindset muscle. And it's true. It becomes who you are and you stop being scared of things because it's an active practice. You have to work at it every day and it's very disciplined, but it's very possible to be limitless. Yeah. Something that, uh, uh, there was like a, I don't know who actually said this quote, but a speaker quoted this person and he said, uh, vision gives pain its purpose. Mm. And when I was, even though this is like such a cheesy thing and it's so obvious, but when I was in Maui getting ready to fly back and I started to go into panic, I called mom and mom's just, you know, she has this way mom. of just telling you like it is. She goes, yeah. So what are you going to do? Move to Maui? You can't do that. <laughs> she's like, your boys need you and I need you. And we're not going to let fear control. You're not going to let fear control our lives. Mm-hmm. And I just kept looking at the pictures of the boys and thinking she's right. Not that I was genuinely going to, but I it was just that I was in like a really negative headspace. But I think sometimes like Sarah saying like going to the movies for me, like I also don't love the feeling of going to the movies, but to me, because it's not worth it on the other side to go, I've kind of decided I don't want to engage in that activity. <laughs> I can't look at the movie and think, God, this is worth it. It's just not worth it to me. <laughs> like I went to go see the new Star Wars with Seth and I, this is when I was like really afraid of the movies. And I went and I got to say, I sat the entire time like in torment. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's really not worth it. Yeah. Well, especially because it's like, are you even like a movie person? Like, do you love no, to sit I through feel a like movie? I'm being held hostage? Yeah, exactly. So that's probably, probably had nothing really to do with the theater and the fact that you're like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> yeah. On, on just on this note, it's just on the, kind of the lighter side of things. What's something that you're afraid of that's not worth conquering? Oh, I certain rides like I love roller coasters, but there are certain rides, specifically the ones where you drop and your feet are dangling at like the fair or like whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I'm so petrified at the top that I don't care what kind of like, what is it like endorphins or how does that work? Like it just gets your blood pumping and it feels really good after. But I don't care how good I feel after I decided that's not worth it because I literally spend those five seconds just like absolutely in terror (laughs) exactly I'm trying to think I know that there are things that I definitely get afraid of but one thing that I know that I just don't have any desire to conquer is running (laughs) well I'm the opposite but but tell me why tell us why I don't want (laughs) to run at all I don't like how it makes me feel I I hate it. It is not a challenge that I have any desire that I want to conquer. It has nothing to do with fear. It's just my knees don't feel very good because I just have bad. We all pretty much have bad knees. So you guys get that. I'd rather do Pilates or something just easy, you know, do a bike ride. But, you know, running is one of those things. I just, no, thank you. Sarah and I went to the gym while she was here and I don't know, do we, we did some power walking and then we did a rowing machine and holy cow, I had so much fun. It was like I was on drugs. I came home and I was just like, I was, yeah, I mean, not in drugs. I have no idea what that's like. It may not be very fun. But I mean, I was just, Seth was like, you need to calm down because I was fired up because I, 
I learned a new, I don't know, the rowing machine was just, it was exciting. <laughs> the rowing machine was fun. I just kept sliding back and forth like I was in a computer chair at the lab and I just didn't. Yeah. I'm fairly certain Katie's too small to do the rowing machine. Yeah, I could see that. Like I, so I watched her do fun. it and I tried to get her to do it. It was fun, but I just don't, I just feel like maybe it, it's not going to be too as beneficial for, for you. Too short, like height wise, like. It was like her legs. It was funny because like you're supposed to push with your legs first with yeah. the rowing machine. So, and then you pull your arms, but Katie's legs, like literally as soon as she, it was like, like that was, that was them stretched out all the okay, way. Listen, and then like, ruin it for me. I'm not trying to ruin it for you. I'm just, I'm just, I was just noticing that I think it might not be your workout machine. Maybe we can get one specially ordered for you. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you can get a smaller one. <laughs> Katie's just so tiny. Yeah. How does that even work? Can you make rowing machines for short people? Or do you have to just have your, have your legs have to be extended? Um, If they don't exist, guys, we may have just landed upon a, a million dollar idea. <laughs> so if you're a listener and you love us, do not steal our idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> as of right now patent pending yeah <laughs> we technically can't say that but shirtless patent pending <laughs> <laughs> wait why can't you say that i think you have to like file it i mean it's, yeah, what, I I it's what i learned on shark tank <laughs> but what's interesting though is by pending they don't know how far you are in the process <laughs> that's true it's, we don't mean in the legal sense we just <laughs> <laughs> Stop blowing our credit. We need it. We need it poetically. (laughs) Speaking of poetry, what is slam poetry? Does anybody know, Sarah? I have no idea what slam poetry. It doesn't sound very friendly, though. (laughs) Sounds like you're slamming people. Yo, you stink. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Does Nick Cannon know about you? Well, guys, that's a wrap for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Made of Miller podcast. Be sure to give us a five-star rating if you haven't yet and share with your friends and family. Bye.